a lot of entrepreneurs look at themselves in the current moment about six months in the past. So basically our perception of ourselves is in the past. It's not in the, in the present because usually we don't, again, we don't stop and look at all our progress right now. And, and it's hard for us to grasp the amount of progress that we've made. And we tend to underestimate the amount of progress that we can make. everybody what's up and welcome to the evolution podcast and today on the show look at that it's just ethan and i so ethan p hi c well good morning everybody it's good to be here and excited to, to have a good conversation and uh it's just two of us but we're gonna have a lot of stuff that mr johnson has shared with us but we're gonna relate to you from our perspective it's gonna be a good time back to you Siggy. awesome and uh, I'm Sagi Schreiber, um, and I think this is a good time. Like, So Mr. J is not joining us today, and Ethan and I thought, how about we just record an episode where we kind of talk about, like, first of all, you guys can get to know us just a bit more, and then also um, maybe we can also talk about the ways that Mr. J influenced us. And there's one more topic that we wanted to discuss, which is New Year's resolutions and, and like how to set goals. We can just share our um, you know, processes for that. Um, and that's we'll, where we'll wrap it up for today. So um, let's start, Ethan, uh, let's start with you. Like, Ethan, who are you and what do you have going on? Yeah, that's a great question. So at, the, at this time, I run a financial planning firm. And most people come to me and say, hey, Ethan, what do I do? I have a lot of money and where do I put these dollars? Whether it's investing it in the stock market or finding bonds or CDs, or maybe it's learning about how their 401k through work works, all of things of that nature. And it's uh, such an exciting thing to do because finance is almost, I would say, besides God and your family, it's probably the third most important thing of your life. Uh, making sure you have enough to retire, you have enough to put your kids through school, all of that. So we help individuals and families figure out how to manage their money efficiently is what, is what uh, my main source of revenue is. And I do have a few other businesses on the side as well as we grow the portfolio. Um, so that, that is what we do. And I know, Sigi, you've got some cool things going too, so don't be shy on with what you've got. Uh, I learned so much from your businesses. So, uh, 100%. Um, and, and, and I think that's pretty cool that um, you're going into a period where you re I, I guess you're going to need to help a lot of people because, uh, you know, with the recession and everything, everybody got to plan their financials better. That's a good right. point. It's so, it's so funny. Uh, most people come to me and they say, Ethan, you know, we're about to hit a recession. We're about to that the stock market's crashing. It's been down over, you know, what percent this year? And I say, yes, that is true. And they say, Ethan, are you going to have a job? Are you going to be able to still uh, be in business? And I say, you know what? Some of my best years are actually when the market does crash because people realize they actually do need help. It might make sense to go to someone because when the, uh, what does Warren Buffett say when the tide's out? Everyone, you can see who's wearing swimming trunks or not. It is the same way with your finances. It's um, everyone's good in good times, but when the moment is bad, did you prepare for the bad time? And how do you capitalize in that moment? So yeah. actually it's one of my better 
typically years. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Awesome, man. Um, and, and by the way, what's the name of your firm? Like how we can, how can people find you? Yeah. You know, you can just Google me online, Ethan Heisey. That's it. Um, cool. yeah, I've been starting to brand, brand myself more than the name of the, the business itself. Okay, cool. Awesome. So Ethan Heisey. Um, and so, yeah, um, myself, Siggy Schreiber, I am a, a designer entrepreneur, I came up from the design industry um, for the past 15 years, um, user experience um, and, and, and UI design. And I've been the first designer at Fiverr. Um, I had my own startup, got acquired by SimilarWeb. Um, and then basically I became an entrepreneur one day, started being an entrepreneur. I always had blogs and, and podcasts and stuff like that. So one day I just, I had a very successful design blog. I left my, my kind of like, um, uh, like corporate design job, or if you can call it that, to work, um, to work as an entrepreneur, uh, building a blog and podcast. And, and um, that actually didn't work out back then. That was like six years ago. And I, that's where I started saying, okay, I need to understand how to build a business, how to actually build a business. And that could be, um, no, what is becoming a CEO? Like I need to become a CEO. I didn't know what that was. And, you know, that's kind of like where I learned past five years, almost everything that I know today, I had to rewire my brain, my limiting beliefs, like everything. Nowadays, I have a pretty successful uh, design agency. Uh, I just did the numbers yesterday. And you know what? We hit our seven figures. We hit seven figures. Yeah, pretty right? successful, man. It, very successful. <laughs> the amount of people that hit seven figures. Come on, Siki. That's awesome. <laughs> man, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to say that, you know, after six years of being an entrepreneur and, and you know, like I've it's not that there's no challenges right now. There's actually more challenges than ever. But, um, but yeah, you know, like every, everyone can do it. Everyone, everyone can build a seven-figure business and, and beyond. Um, and I remember like re- at the beginning thinking like, oh, seven figures. Like, oh, my God. Like uh, you know, that was the goal and everything, you know. And now I'm like, I, I'm, it's, it's not even a goal when I reach that anymore. Like my goals now are like, you know, so much bigger than that. And I think that relates to what Mr. Jerry Lee helped us with. But just to wrap up design agency. We are 14 people working with startups and different companies and the user experience of the applications, meaning we design things from scratch or come into a company that already has a product and we help them with their design. We're called Contrast UX. And besides that, I have another company, which I'm starting to build, which is an, um, a tech company around personal development and well-being. I call it mental fitness. And we have an app out for affirmations. This is the first app that we have out. Um, this is called Commit First. The, the company is called Commit First. We have another podcast as well, Commit First, uh, the Commit First podcast. And uh, the app is called Affirmations and Co. And it's basically an affirmations app, but it's also a social platform, like a social, you can follow other people, see their affirmation. They can follow me and find my affirmations there. And, and one tap, you add them to your own. So it's really kind of like hard to write affirmations usually. It's kind of like, what should I write? Well, you can build them on top of other people. And, um, and that's what I did. So I built this platform where now we can build upon one another and uh, consume information in a beautiful way. I have this like widget on my iPhone. It's like, it's always there. Notifications are coming in the middle of the day, like with my affirmations. I'm surrounded by positivity, you know, in a world of full negativity. I'm just surrounding myself with positivity. And that's kind of like the message that I have out there, like and what I want to build. So Contrast UX Design Agency, Affirmations and Coin Commit First, which is a mental fitness tech company. That's what I'm about. And father of three. 
I love that, Siggy. You, you're accomplishing so much, and it's just so neat that the moment I met you, it's almost like you're achieving one thing after the other every single I mean, it's not even every year. It's, I mean, it's like every every quarter you're doing something new and bigger, and it's just exciting to, to see the growth that you have had, I have had, yeah, even Mr. Yeah. Johnson has had. It's, everyone's growing, and it just never stops. It's boring it's, when it's when you're complacent, and, and that's something I think we're about to talk about today is goals. You know, and obviously, I've never seen a goal that someone wants to go backwards, but I've also seen never seen someone that wants to stay remain the same typically right, right. how do I mean, you i don't think so I, maybe there's someone out there that does yeah but that's not who i am and i know that's not who you are how do you set your goals do you have a process do you do you do it january 1 or are you thinking about these the previous year in what great. way and how do you think about that yeah, I mean, so yesterday, um, I actually also posted about it um, on, on my Instagram. So if you guys want to check out the Instagram, because it has like a carousel, kind of like step-by-step step what I did yesterday. And I think all, everybody should start their year. Um, I used to go out for like two days at least, um, just alone somewhere, like meditating and, and reflecting, writing and journaling um, and planning my goals out. I didn't do that for the past couple of years uh, since COVID. But what I have done the past two years is every, like, 1st of January, I go out first thing in the morning to a beautiful spot in nature, usually, in, like, overlooking the beach or something like that. And I just write down a couple of things. So I start, see, here's the thing. You know, like, some, some influencers are preaching about, like, you shouldn't, like, write your goals, right? You shouldn't write your goals on, on the 1st of, um, of January because... It, the, the, the whole New Year's thing is like, you know, it's, it's bullshit and you should just live your day, day by day, you know. But I think that's actually a mistake, a huge mistake, because we have that milestone. The milestone is here. Like we can basically plan out like and see, OK, we reached the end of the year. How can we reflect back and see the progress that we've made? Because if we don't stop and reflect, that's the thing you just mentioned that like people want to go forward, right? People want to move forward. They want to look to the future. That's us humans. We want to look to the future. And, but basically we are, we don't stop for a second and look at the past and look at the, the previous milestone and see how far we've come. I looked back yesterday. I'm like, let's see what I've done. And I'm like, okay, so I launched an app. The first, first app ever in the app store. Like finally did it. Um, I built contrast. I scaled my company. Like, and finally, I didn't even know we reached them figures when I reflected. I just meant, no, I, I figured that out the afternoon of like seeing the number. Wait, pause for there for a second. You said you didn't know when you hit it. That's all. That shows me how laser focused you are on it, um, which is so neat. And did you feel different when you hit hit that mark as of when you didn't hit that? I'm just kind of curious how you felt. I hit it. I, I actually think I, I, I looked at the numbers like a couple of weeks ago because I'm like, okay, the end of the year is coming. Let's see how much we've made this year. And I'm like, oh man, we're going to miss the seven figure mark. But just like, you know, a, a couple dozens of thousands of dollars, like it's, it's almost nothing, but we're going to miss the seven figure mark. I cannot call myself a seven figure entrepreneur or whatever. Like, you know, the, this milestone, I missed it this year. I have another year though. So I was I was not I was not even bummed about it. I didn't beat myself up about it. I was like, okay, not this year. And then yesterday I went into the numbers 
And I'm like, I find out that I missed out on all the invoices from January. I'm like, oh, here we go. Boom, seven figures. So um, it's like really just crossed it. Just, you know, the first million dollars a uh, year. Um, and so it's, and, and again, I my goals are so much bigger than that right now that this doesn't excite me at all, at all. I'm not, I'm not even excited by the seven figure now. Like, and I think my next goals are a couple, like my next goal is actually three mil. Um, and after that probably would be 10 mil and, and the eight figures, right? Um, so, so I, I think that right now, as I'm looking at three mil, I'm already having another perspective. I'm having a perspective of like, this is not going inside me as well. Like I'm, I already want to surround myself with eight figure entrepreneurs. And that was if half a year ago, I had this kind of revelation, like, oh my God, I need to think bigger. Um, and I think that relates to a lot of what Mr. J is working with us. Like Mr. J helped me think bigger and helped me kind of like, uh, look at like, oh, so you have so, like, you're way more valuable than what you think. Like you're way more than just like a seven figure entrepreneur. Like you can think about seven figures, you know, you're m- way more than that. And I, when I started working with Mr. J, it was like a year and a half ago or so. Like I didn't feel that way. Um, I, um, I think there's, it's not that I really didn't see the value. Like I, I understand my value and everything, but um, a lot of entrepreneurs, look at themselves in the current moment about six months in the past. So basically our um, our perception of ourselves is in the past. It's not in the, in the present because usually we don't, again, we don't stop and look at all our progress right now. And, and it's hard for us to grasp the amount of progress that we've made. And we tend to underestimate the amount of progress that we can make. So our perception and our reality usually is about six months, even more than that, back in terms of our self-confidence, self-esteem, uh, self-worth. And that's kind of like, I think, where most humans are at. Can you relate to this? I can. Uh, and it's interesting, too. I'm always thinking about the future. I'm never really thinking of, yeah, I hit my goals, but it's not as exciting as when I was dreaming about it <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Um, there's just something about it. Like one of my goals, I would like to hit 10 million revenue. That's just my, yeah. my personal goal here over the next two years. And I truly do believe we'll hit that, yeah. but it's more fun for me to dream than it is. Oh, great. I have it. But then what's the next thing? Yeah. You're I have gonna, a question for you, Siggy. I was just, I was writing down my goals today. Do you, I know for a lot of people out here just starting businesses is, is the number, the revenue number, what they should be dreaming of and writing down as their goals, or should it be something different? Is it the impact they make? Is it the amount of employees they're, cha- they're, they're hiring? What, what, what goals do you write down? I know we always talk about numbers, but is that what we should be focusing on? Okay. So uh, coming back to like my, my process of reflection on January 1st, yeah. it's like I found a place in nature I do a couple of things. So one is, first of all, I look back and reflect on all my progress, all the challenges that I overcame, um, all the things that I tackled, like this past, this previous year. Um, and when you look at that, first of all, you understand how far you've come, but also now you can reflect on, okay, what didn't go according to plan or what, what, what habits, like I'm also looking at my habits that I put in place on like new habits or new, like things that I now upgraded in my life and everything like that. I'm just looking in terms of like, how did I become a better person this year? It's basically, I, I, I didn't even care about the numbers when I mapped it out. I said, okay, 
I scaled contrast, but what really, when I wrote that, what I cared about is I thought bigger. I thought more than just an agency. I thought about like me becoming a founder, bringing in a CEO and head of UX and putting the processes and then people in place to now really have it as a business. You know, like that's what I was thinking. Like for me, that's an accomplishment of me out basically like, like outgrowing myself, like to, to my new self. And that's what I think like is, is the reflection point now that I know what I need to work on next year, I actually write down not specific goals. If I do, I write them down. Um, I, I would write the number, but it's one of the most insignificant goals for me. My goal is like, how do I become the next version of myself this year? So meaning I write down the habits that I should um, implement in, into my life. I write down what are the fields that I know I need to improve on that I'm going to put focus on this year. Um, and at the end of everything, um, and then, yeah, I write some uh, financial goals if I have any, but at the end of the day, I write down a phrase or a word that defines what I'm going into 2023 with. So I write down, like, for me, it's like, go all in. That's the thing that came up for me. Um, for me, it's like, go all in. That's what I'm, that's my phrase for 2023, at least for the beginning. I'm not going to play small anymore. 2023 is the year that I know how to go big and I'm going to go big. No, not taking any, um, I'm not taking, um, how do you say, um, um, prisoners, you know, not taking mm -hmm. prisoners. It's like, go, I'm, I'm going all at it. Like, this is it. And nothing's going to hold me back in 2023. Um, that's for me, you know, my phrase. I love that. You know, whenever I think about my goals, you know, it's, I, the goal is not to just make a lot of money, but to design a life the way you want to live. Because right. I know that the, the, the more that I increased my revenue goal, it just seemed like I added more work and I was more of a slave to my job. I created another job for myself than if the goal was to design where I could have more freedom to work when I wanted to. I know for the month of December, I think I worked maybe a week week and a half just because I could, I could spend time with, for Christmas with the family. I could, you know, hang out with new years with uh, my parents. Yeah. Yeah. So I try to keep my goals after here's a cool thought too. I, I met with a guy uh, about four months ago. He, he ran a business and sold it for 500 million. And he has another business that's also currently making about 400 million of uh, revenue right now too. Nice. That he could probably sell for another, um, at least at least a, close to a billion if he just double the revenue and sell it. One thing he told me, he was like, Ethan, make sure in business you plan your goals not about just making the money because that's selfish, which I think you can probably have some selfish goals. But he says, most importantly, you need to plan your goals around changing people's lives because if you can change people's lives you will make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So this year, a lot of my goals are how do I get my CEOs of my, or the, the, uh, the executives of my company, my CEO, COO, your, my CFO, how do I pay them all at a certain amount? Uh, how do I get every one of my sales team members to net, to not make less than hundred K a year? Um, how do I do this? Because I know if I can change their lives, I'm impacted as a result of not only having more customers, but also more income for myself. 
and therefore hopefully more freedom of time when I bring in the right leadership team to do the responsibilities I have for them. So that's just something I've learned is change people's lives. That's what it's about. And those are the goals that I should be thinking of. Pretty cool. I don't have any thoughts on that, Sagi. Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, I think, you know, changing people's lives is, is important. Um, it's also like the more value you, you give to the world, the more like you'll get back. That's kind of a model of mine in the business world. Like I, I know that it's the value you, you put out that you get back in return. Um, so 100%. I usually, I don't know, like for in terms of planning my goals, for me, the old planning, like I think it's great to have goals about changing people's lives. Um, I think I even wrote that as well. Um, like at something like the F, like affirmations and quotes changing people's lives, like in, in or, or something like that. So yeah, so um, in for me, I write goals to rewire me, like to to build the next Sagi, the next version of Sagi. I look at myself and I'm like, if I go inward, everybody's talking about the metaverse. I'm going in universe, you know. Like I'm like when I'm building me, then I'm in control of my habits, of my actions, and that will bring the goals, if that makes sense. And if I'm just saying, like, change people's lives, like, it's like it wouldn't be without me doing the work. So, like, without me growing to my next self, So if that makes sense. So, like, it's interesting. You got me thinking now. I'm, I'm going to have another look at my goals and see, okay, how can I in- incorporate goals that are going to change people's lives? Um, because if that happens and I make that happen, then yeah. But at the end of the day, by the way, I think like we have an interesting discussion here on like there's goals and there is um, there is like what we're talking about more, more mostly is like like high end goals or the vision items, right? And then you're going to bring it down to cut it back to the quarterly goals, the monthly goals, the weekly goals. Like things need a plan, and we need to. We need to strategize and plan and, and keep that going as well. I think that's important to say. Um, a lot of people write their New Year's resolution, just leave it in the closet or something. Um, which yes, is, by the way, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, yeah, we need to plan out. Um, and by the way, if you guys, anybody want my vision, I like I have a spreadsheet that ever since I, I flew in my first coach from the U.S. to Israel, and he helped me build my vision and goals and start actually building my business for the first time ever, um, then I, I still work with that spreadsheet. If you guys want the template, I have a template I made to share freely with anybody that wants to just like ping me on Instagram or something, DM me on Instagram, I'll send it to you. Um, it, but I'm working with a spreadsheet, basically. I'm saying that. So I have my vision items, like my, it's, it's uh, built upon six months, not yearly. So like six month goals, um, that will take me to my yearly goals. And then based upon like every month, I have like uh, three to five goals every month and weekly goals. That's how I work. That's, that's huge how you break it down too, because it gives you direction on, you know, what you have to accomplish every week. It's so not, I do the same thing. It's so nice. Or at least when I started my business, I would wake up and I'd be like, all right, what do I do today? But when you can break your goals down into yearly, monthly quarterly, but then even down to the day, I wake up and I know exactly what I have to do today to achieve what I want. It's, you know, how many dials equal how many customers and how many sales. So if you can break everything down, it's so cool. You can literally predict what you can make. Yeah. And and by the way, do you stay consistent with it? Like, because I find myself like falling off for months at a time sometimes. 
in the past, yes. I think what you said is don't let your goals stick in your, it's not let them just stay in your closet. For me personally, I print out my goals uh, Mm -hmm. at January one. I did this last year. I did, I was consistent with it. I never missed a quarter. So what I do is I actually, I print out my, my yearly goals and I have them in front of my desk. And that's the first thing I look at before I start my day. Uh, well, after, after my devotions and my prayer meditation, but that's the second thing I look at. And then I start my, my work day nice. every quarter. I update them and reprint them out. I know it's old fashioned to print things out, but it's just nice if that's an environment where we can have everything online and we don't need papers on our desk. There's one thing I can look at and it's very clear. And that's what my focus is going to be is doing these tasks so I can hit this quarterly benchmark. So that's just what I do so I don't forget them because I know if, if I don't have a way to remember it, I just forget them. Yeah. But I've also learned to make tie them emotionally into myself so I make sure that it does push me there. If they are emotional enough, it you seem to do it and remember it more. Yeah. No, definitely. I think like, you know, exactly the, the way we also kind of, if you're in a flow of getting stuff done, and not like, I'm not talking about like, I think to do apps and stuff like that, they get a lot of credit, but I think maybe sometimes too much. Like sometimes they can wake up and you look at your yearly goals and you know what you have to do. Like, it's not that you have to plan out every single second of your time. Um, I, I guess like it comes with periods of where you can be more productive, whatever is better for you. But if you're just flowing by without goals, without just like, you know, let it flow, I think you're going to get to you you're gonna probably you know move forward if you do the right things but you're more likely to not succeed to get where you, where you want to go at the time you want to go um because you don't even have a time mapped out and then there's the i think it's called the pareto principle right where you have or is it pareto no sorry um anyways it's like it's a principle that says and guys please don't laugh at me i don't remember the name um it's whatever time you give a task it's the time you're going to achieve it in meaning like if you're saying i'm going to achieve something in two years well you're going to take two years to achieve it or you're going to get to like a month before and then you're going to hit it like you're going to hit that deadline deadlines give us you know a sense of time and then therefore um that's why i love usually having like people that i work with sometimes like write two-yearly goals like two-year goals and then they write six-month goals and then i say to them hey can you take any of those two-year goals and complete them in six months and they find out they move a lot from the two-year goal to six months and they actually achieve it because it's so easy sometimes. It's like, in two years, I want to be fit. Uh, fine. Can you be fit in six months? And how fit do you want? And now, okay, yes, I can start the gym tomorrow. Like, so, you know, the, the amount of time you give something is the amount of time you can achieve it in. No, I think that's huge. Uh, one thing, another thing I wanted to add to your statement is... I think people don't realize they know it. And if people have said it, your most valuable asset is your time. Mm -hmm. And if that's true, you're literally trading your life for these goals that you're trying to accomplish, literally trading your life away for them. So you might as well make your goals big enough and exciting enough for something meaningful. A lot of people don't think big enough and they limit their thinking and their selves. Make sure your goals are truly worth something to fight every single day for and commit to them. I never negotiate with my goals. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely. Just, just make something amazing, exciting. Like why not? You know, we have a limited time on this earth. Why not do something amazing with it? Yeah. So just wanted to encourage everyone to think bigger. I love it. I think it's so important. And um, yeah, I, so my guess is like anybody here is listening, like, you know, they have some kind of like goals that they wrote down. And if you guys haven't, please do like go ahead. It's the beginning of the year. That is a good first step. Actually write something down. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think actually, like, because we have a backlog of uh, episodes to release, I think actually this episode, we should bump it up as fast as possible and, and release it this week, this week, maybe even like, we'll try to do that. Um, because it's so important, the beginning of the year, guys, write down your goals, um, you know, New Year's resolutions such, just it, New Year's resolution is bullshit if you don't act on it. So be sure to just write it, enjoy this milestone that we have in, in, in our human calendar, like, you know, uh, the, the year, and then break it down, quarters, months, like, you know, start breaking it down, do the work, like, don't, don't forget to do the work with it. I think that's a great thing. Yep. It, I get the popular thing right now is to, oh, it, everyone has their goals and they write them down for New Year's, but no one does it. So why write them down? Well, I think it's. If you haven't achieved what you wanted out of life, you might as well do this now. You might as well write them down and you might as well actually commit to doing them. Don't not commit because it then is meaningless on what you're writing down. Try to stick it out. I know it I think, takes a while in business to build something great. So go ahead, Tiki. No, no, I'm saying I get it. It's so, it, man, you just brought up a, a very important point. Because usually when we write down our goals, like I said, like go out in nature, do it in a beautiful spot. Like, you know, we write down our goals when we're comfortable, right? Like on our sofa, in, in a nice office environment, um, when, we, when we clear out like a couple hours to do it, right? And it's like everything is like groovy and we have our coffee or, or whatever it is, like, you know, we're in a good mood. But when shit hits the fan and everything seems to go sideways that's where we actually need to understand like these goals are for to be written and to be dreamed of in a, in a, in an optimal state. That's great. But they're actually to be um, carried out at war. Like this is, you know, and, and, and this, this thing about like, there's uh, also a statement in the army, but also like, you know, I think it was Muhammad Ali who said like, you, you know, everybody has a plan then they get punched in the face. So, yeah. um, this is it. Like you're going to get punched in the face. You're going to wake up not feeling like you can do it. You're going to have limiting beliefs about your goals. That's the, you know, that's how you can break them with affirmations, right? I don't know what affirmations in the code. Um, but yeah, you just, you really got to make sure that you get beyond that part where it's like, okay, I have my goals. Oh, but you know, shit got hard. So I let it, you know, I dropped my goals and you know, maybe, maybe next year or maybe like, you know, like not right now and next day, not right now, it's too hard and, and going to like survival mode or anything like that. Remember to remember that goals are meant to be carried out while you have everything else going on. Otherwise we wouldn't advance. We gotta do whatever we are committed to right now already, like our pre-commitments and also take on our new commitments in order to grow. Um, and that, it, you know, people tend to see their jar as kind of like this like um, ceramic, kind of container which cannot be expanded but actually we are just like kind of rubber containers we can expand and expand and expand and uh this is expanding ourselves and once we do that we can take on more 
and we can take on more responsibilities or achieve higher goals. And we can always work on ourselves and build, you know, build our character, build our our own kind of being into our true potential. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like God's will for us now. You're right. And you're either going forward or backwards in business and your goals, whether it's personal, professional, yeah. uh, whatever the goals are, spiritual. Because once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want automatically takes over. So I think Siggy is right. It's easy to do your goals when you feel good and everything's going your way. But when it's not going your way, make sure you still fight for them. And it's as easy as that. Just don't give up. Keep pushing. There's not as most, the most successful people in the world I've met. And we've met a lot of people, Siggy, so far doing all these podcasts and, and things. It's, it just seems like they never give up. They're just always fighting for what they want. So just right. don't, and, and you'll find yourself in such a, um, a, a better place than you were 10 years ago. If you just consistent action produces consistent results. Love it. 100% man. Um, I just love it. Yeah. So guys, remember, oh, by the way, um, plug for can't hurt me by David Goggins and his second book, never finished amazing books on, on, on achieving goals while you're like, you know, while everything's going wrong. So he's like a, He's amazing at that. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah. So I, I love um, plugging people. Hey, one, yeah. one more thing before we go. Yeah. Uh, I heard, you ever, you ever heard of Bob Proctor? He's, he had a cool quote that I, I heard of his podcast, I think a year ago, but it's always stuck in my head. He said, you're only limited by a poverty of imagination and weakness of attention. Mm. So that's it. Think big huh. and then focus your attention on it. And it's as simple as that. Weakness I'll say it again. You're only limited by a poverty of imagination and weakness of attention. Think big of think big goals and actually do them. Commit to them. I love it. Love it. All right. We can end with that. Look at that. All right, guys. Thank you so much for uh, being here with us on the show today. Um, we're going to try to release this as early as possible because actually we're already like right now as of this recording it's January 2nd. So we're going to bump this up, try to release it as uh, soon as possible. Um, maybe I'll also release it on commit first. We'll see. So like it, it's as many people as possible. I think it was a great conversation, Ethan. I had so much fun and thank you for, uh, for yeah. this conversation. Always. Hey, good. Uh, thank you for tuning in again. It's always, um, wonderful to share a message and, and you listen to it. Please apply something here today. Don't just listen Definitely. to it and not take action on it. Um, Siggy, always a pleasure. And we'll be back next week with uh, all three of us, Mr. J, Siggy, and myself. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Have an amazing year, Ethan. Have an amazing year, man. Uh, just pleasure, you know, continuing this with you here. And uh, yeah. see you in the next recording.